0: Ladies and gentlemen, Brandy J's podcast, a voice to be reckoned with, would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation. And now, here she is in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1...
1: tuning in and you are listening to your host, Brandy Singleton of A Voice To Be Reckoned With. This is season four and I just want to thank you all for coming along on my journey with me all this way into season four and I promise you it only gets better from here. I believe in growth, change, and just becoming better at your craft and what we do and I do this for you. So once again, thank you, and let's go. Hey there, everybody. This is Brandy Singleton, a voice to be reckoned with. How are you guys doing today? Oh, I hope well. I hope well. I myself, I am okay. I'm blessed, you know and blessed. Oh, wow. We're going to get into it today, y'all. Get right into it. Today's episode, you guys, is um strictly surrounded around Denver and the 1918 pandemic, okay? And this wasn't CNN, okay? um, So, Denver backed off social distancing in the 1918, pandemic and the results were deadly as we've all been talking about now compared to these groups of people that are saying the most insane things right i want to go out and eat at a restaurant that's what you're concerned about versus lives okay (laughs) i thought i heard it all thought i heard it all so guys so politicians were like feeling pressure during the pandemic Businesses were allegating to reopen. Deaths were going down, especially far away from the coastal cities that it had hit the worst first. It seemed time declared mission accomplished and his economy humming again, especially with the election looming. Hmm. This was in 1918. It was 1918 and Denver Mayor William Fitz Randolph Mills Bowed to business leaders and decided to back off social distancing. Armistice Day seemed like, I said that right, Armistice Day seemed like a perfect day to do it. The city had been all but locked down for five weeks, and now there was something worth celebrating. The end of the First World War, grateful citizens streamed into the streets of the city on November 11, 1918. Soon after Denver's manager of health, William H. Sharpley declared the plague under control. Hmm. His enthusiasm was premature but understandable. Denver officials could point to progress in containing the disease at the time compared with other cities like Chicago. Their first recorded influenza-related death had been on September 27, when a student from the University of Denver named Blanche Kennedy died of pneumonia after visiting Chicago. Denver moved quickly, shutting down indoor gatherings after church on October 6, nonetheless. By October 15, there were... There were um, 1,440 cases in a city of a quarter million, but only 300 doctors. Ooh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, you know, I, I've, you know, read and seen this before, but you know, it's just, it just plays in my head like how I was like, man, history really repeating itself. And it doesn't even need to. It doesn't even have to. It can be prevented. You know what I mean? So, to me, it looks like somebody doesn't want it to not repeat itself, you know? <laughs> well, okay. Some experts tried to calm fear by saving the Spanish influenza epidemic was or ordinary influenza by another name. Okay, so what I've done here, I'm just now I'm going to another area here because I recall Mr. Trump or someone else, I think it was him, referring to this as of the regular, like they called it something else to try to calm, you know, panic and say that, uh, you know, that it was ordinary influenza. Called call it another name. Well, according to John Barry, the author of the book, The Great Influenza, by the end of the pandemic, an estimated 675,000 Americans died, primarily in the fall of 1918, according to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Mm-mm-mm. Folks were bristling at being asked to stay indoors in the... Uh, picturesque autumn and businesses, especially movie theaters, were irritated at losing so much money. Uh, they argued it would be better to simply quarantine those who show symptoms and let everyone else go about the business. There's an obvious echo to the pressure politicians are feeling today, especially in states like Georgia, where Governor Br- Gover- uh, sorry. <laughs> Governor, Brian Kemp seems more intent on playing to the base than listening to scientists. Hmm. He was late to the lockdown and now wants to open up early. But then again, he's the same governor of the CDC's home state who said it was news to him that asymptomatic people could spread the disease two months after it was common knowledge. Another pattern in past pandemics is trying to scapegoat immigrants and vulnerable communities for spreading the disease. Immigrants, the poor, and the Native American tribes were being accused of spreading the disease across Colorado. Despite the name Spanish flu, the disease is believed to have begun at U.S. Army Camp Funston in Kansas earlier that year before spreading across the world, killing an estimated 50 million, including members of, of this person's family. Okay, guys, I'm back. Uh, yes, I'm a little just a little perturbed here because it cut me off maybe a good, I don't even know, five minutes before when I, you know, was recording and going over the, um, the Denver, Colorado, uh, when they, you know, ended social distancing way too soon. But, uh, so where it ended, and then where, what, the, well, where we ended as far as before we came back from break, it basically the same. We're fucked. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Uh, it's not going to be good. There's no getting around it. It's the same exact, same exact. Just say say it's like. Like, can you, like, read it and then say, okay, I'm going to do the same thing that they did. Because that's what what it looks like. You know what I mean? But it might as well be. Because I know people have said this and, and, and told this to the, these people. You know what I mean? And probably even read it themselves and still nothing registered. ding. Ding. You know what I mean? I mean, when the time comes, when to tell the ignorant from the from the intelligent, from the I don't know what you call it. This this sure has been that one in all of the years of the land. <laughs> this is that defining moment. Yes, yes, yes. I can't believe it. But this is the whole. This another thing, though, right? Or maybe just a people don't care. Now, as far as the citizens that are, I want my hair done, I want to my... I don't know what they done put in you, what you went somewhere, and they gave you a stupid pill or something. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. But, um... As far as the leaders and, and you know, the people, the governors and stuff running the, the states, are like, what the freak is happening here? But this thing, maybe... That's just how it's going to be. This is the agenda. Sacrifice. I mean, there was another... What governor was that we were listening to? And it was from the same report. Uh, It was an audio version. And she used the word sacrifice. Sacrificing of people for like a greater good or something. I don't know. It was just like so crazy to hear this. This mess of, of blatant disrespect and, and no, no like care for just human beings in general and how we just mean nothing. You know what I mean? Like this moment just really truly defined how little respect these folks have for humanity. Crazier part is they they use the bathroom like we do, uh, get dressed like we do. You know what I mean? We're all the same here. What makes your stuff so much more you know, better than the rest of us, I guess I'm saying. Like, who makes you, who told you you were God? You know what I mean? These decisions you're trying to make, which you're failing at successfully, you know? But in the long run, this is is the thing, but so many will die even more because of these idiots. But I wonder if they even have a clue (laughs) what they're, what their consequences are going to be, if you follow me, because all this right here is going to be dealt with, oh, and they have no idea what they're in for, or maybe they do, maybe they don't, maybe they don't care, maybe they just, they don't have a clue, because hmm, they think they got this. I'm just going to put this out there. This type of thinking, this type of motion and action to me, this can't be people sitting around a dinner table praying, you know, uh, saying grace before meals. You know what I mean? I don't see that happening at all whatsoever. Oh, God, we thank you. Now let's go kill millions of people. I don't think so. Ain't buying it. And we know who you're working for. Let's carry on. Sorry, guys. I see my coffee a little. So I make really good coffee. But, yeah. So, y'all, 1918. But look that up. I'm telling you right now, if you haven't. I read this like a month ago. Like last month. Yeah. and um, Very uh, interesting. You, If you haven't, you will. You will get. You will. Not because it gets sucked in. But, yeah. You're going to want to know more. It's going to enlighten you. And you're going to be like, wow. But what are you going to do afterwards after you read it? Are we just going to sit here and now wait? Are we going to say something? Are we going to stand up? Are we going to make noise? Are we going to do exactly what we should do as citizens? Because things were put in place for us to be able to do things as citizens. If you didn't know this, and you better hop on it now before they rip those away. Just saying. Do your homework. Do your research. All you got to do Stay smart though. Stay, don't be ignorant. You have to, you know, we have to use our better judgment, but we got to do the research and we have to know what we're dealing with. That's why it's so important. And then we teach our kids too, so they know how to, if you know what I mean, this were to, how they know how to deal with something like this. Because, see, there's a future that we're building up right now. So. These people that are basically saying, screw citizens, let them die, so we can have some stores open and stuff. Economy, go back to, you know, they have families and little ones. So what do you think is going to be the next and up, you know, coming? So everybody, come on, we got to do better. You have to look at your child as if they're going to be... Have a place where, where do you want to help them get to? To you know, what I mean? do you make does that make sense? You know, for goodness sakes, everybody, just like I always refer back to Kevin Douglas, right, and his book, his documentary, <clears throat> I Learned It From You. And I, I, I really would love for you guys to go to uh, Amazon Prime and check it out, but uh. Everybody learned something. Donald, he had a, he had family. He was raised up, you know, what I mean by some people, some parents. All of us, all anybody, great pe- good people, good people, evil people. That that shit came from somewhere. Those behaviors and thoughts were learned from somewhere, you know. And uh, it's, uh, if, I'm telling you, you need to really check out this documentary. I learned it from you. On Amazon Prime, Kevin Douglas, right? And he asked these questions of, to, you know, I mean different people. Around, I, I did a few interviews with the, some of these um, the cast too, and it just shows. Just gotta check it out. It just shows that the way we were raised could be the destruction. You can just of the whole entire. It's it's it's, it's scary. I mean, think about it. Somebody up and um, brought Hitler. He need to wake up and say, oh, "I'm gonna be really." evil like he's so evil that evil was scared you know what I mean somebody those thoughts those thinking nine times out of ten when somebody is uh racist or you know me have these views and these thoughts these deep embedded thoughts they weren't that didn't come from somewhere that's someone's thinking put into them you know what I mean and the ignorance will just continues you know over some, I was talking about this the other day on my live color. So, so something wrong because the color of the skin makes me all these things, huh? Okay, thanks script. <laughs> like wow, I don't. My son was telling me this story the other day uh, about a guy. I forgot what it, I think he was. He was reading it, and the guy was in his yard. I think he was playing with some kind of toy or doing something, right, and a mom and the dad, no, the mom and the son were walking past and they spoke to him and was asking him, could her son play too? Uh, so, something came about, I, I think I might even have my son come on and another time talk about that, what he read, because I found it just so like crazy, astonishing, you know, what the mother had suggested. but I want to get it just right, so I'm going to leave that one alone, okay? (laughs) Yes. All right, guys, we're going to take another break. We're going to be right back. Don't go too far. Remember, history repeats. What are we going to do so that it doesn't? Got to do something different. Sanity ain't the way to go. Be right back. everyone this is Brandy Singleton. I am back once again, a voice to be reckoned with. How are we still? <laughs> I know, I know. Oh and guys, let me tell you. Ya. So y'all probably, I mean, we should be very familiar with um Mr. Trump's, you know, uh his lack of knowledge towards some things that would you would just think he would, you know, like know, like how he keeps insisting that 1917 was the Spanish flu and it was not just a Trump it was 1918 what are you saying so and I guess he referred to it again you know uh, in Donald Trump style you know and I guess it was (laughs) a oh my goodness this is too crazy Uh, <clears throat> who would think you could have a stock market at twenty four thousand after we've gone through the worst pandemic since nineteen seventeen? That's over a hundred years, Trump said on Wednesday, adding Thursday, tremendous death. It was just a terrible thing, the likes of which we haven't seen. I guess if you go back over 100 years, 1917, and that was a terrible thing, what the? he just, stuff just, be, just coming out, not really thought out, just jumbles up a bunch of words together, I guess, and just hope it sounds bad, I don't know, well, we'll rehearse the night before or something, at least, I mean, come on, yeah. it's like you don't even care to try, you just say a bunch of things, because you don't care, it's insulting, don't you guys think? But it' on his behalf it's really not a good look. jeez Louise. <laughs> oh and just uh Yeah, he just keeps referring to that. Nobody's seen this, I would say, since nineteen seventeen, which was the great greatest of them all, the greatest of this type of battle. Trump said on April 4th, right? 1917. This guy, I tell you. Yes, I, I remember this right here because even I was floored. Right here it says, Trump is noncommittal on if he'll wear a mask during his upcoming trip to Arizona. I will have to look at the climate. I remember when everybody decided, states were going to wear a mask. And Donald, I feel like he like he was looking at it, and he was saying, "Uh, I, I'm not really gonna enforce it. Uh, I, I'm I'm not wearing one, so uh, I was like, wow, why not?' Hello? lead by example, <laughs> you know. And that's he didn't care because he said he won't wear one. He made sure that was clear, just like when the testing began, and he didn't even he was around all these people that came down with it and he didn't even, he didn't come back until like the next day or something and, and refer to that. Cause I think people might've said something. They're like, wait, what? Like, why wouldn't you get tested? And then he came back, he said, he, he said, Oh uh, it, yes, I, I got tested it. You know, but before he was like, did he refer to it? He said, maybe I'm like, you want to put yourself and people in danger, but Hmm. Okay. Things that make you go, Hmm. Put it like that. He was good to go already. Okay, so I don't know, people, I don't know what to tell you, but to just keep yourself and keep your family safe, you know what I mean, do what you have to do, keep yourself safe, okay, don't fall for the hype, you know what I mean, whenever stuff starts looking a little fishy and skeptical, then go ahead and put your better judgment and say, ah, nah, I think not. You know what I'm saying? You give it to, have faith in God. If, that, if you have a relationship with the Lord, give it to Him. You know what I mean? But don't let these people punk you out into thinking that you gotta risk your life because that's basically what they're saying. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? We're nothing to them. We mean nothing. Why? Come become a president of a country that you basically don't even like, the people in it. does Isn't that what that sounds like? You're supposed to be here to better this place and help us. So, you know, I'm just floored. I'm floored that it came down to this right here, straight life or death of millions of many. And if that hasn't registered to anyone yet to make you want to stand up and say, screw that out of anything you just sat around or just listened to, the malarkey that comes out of these people's mouths, if this hasn't moved you yet to get your ass up and want to do something and say something and fight for yourself and your family, then I don't know what to say. Really don't. But if this hasn't, that means nothing will move you. And good luck to you. I love you all. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in, as you do, and you have so much appreciated, and I I tried to do my best to give you the best of me, and uh, through through all of, you know, things going on, I know the other day I was trying to podcast, but I kept dropping the F-bomb, you know, I'm doing a lot of cursing, and I was like, okay, I can't, I gotta take a chill pill, because I was like, really sad, the things I was hearing. Um, I'm going to go ahead now. We're going to go out on this note, guys. Stay safe. Stay mindful. And stay prayed up. All right. This is Brandy Singleton with a voice to be reckoned with. And you all have a lovely day. Peace. from Brandy Singleton host of Voice to be Reckoned With I want to send my thoughts and love out to all and everyone that was affected or that still is being affected by COVID-19 and my heart condolences to the families that lost loved ones i don't can't even start to even tell you how how sorry i am that any of us had to experience this and to not be able to be given time to wrap our heads around this or to grieve, to mourn. It's just... just really sad. Well, once again, my heart is out to the world, to the nation, to all of us. And that... We will get through these through these times, but it's not gonna be easy. And if we don't do something now, you guys, when will we ever? I love you so much and thank you once again from Voice to Be Record with Brandy Singleton.
0: Mwah.